The blood of Jesus, God's Son, purifies us from all sin. Amen. The Word of God we want to consider today is again our Old Testament reading for this past Sunday, which was the fifth Sunday in Lent. We're looking at Ezekiel chapter chapter 37, verses 4 to 10, where, well, the Lord said to Ezekiel, well, then the Lord said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says to these bones. I will make breath enter you and you will come to life. I will attach tendons to you and make flesh come upon you and cover you with skin. I will put breath on you and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I was prophesying, there was a, there was a noise, a rattling sound, and the bones came together, bone to bone. I looked and tendons and flesh appeared on them and skin covered them, but there was no breath in them. Then he said to me, prophesy to the breath, prophesy son of man and say to it, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe into these slain, that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and breath entered them. They came to life and stood up on their feet, a vast army. My dear friends in Christ, I think I may have a little bit of an idea how Ezekiel could have felt when the Lord said to him, Prophesy to these bones and say to them, Dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. See, I know pastors who regularly would go to their churches, maybe it's on Saturday night, sometime before Sunday, when they would normally be preaching their sermons to the congregation. No pastors who would come to the church and would end up preaching the congreg preaching their sermons practice-wise to an empty congregation. Well, just to get ready for their actual services. I've never done that, but ever since COVID has hit and, and since I've been doing services and devotions that I put on YouTube for you to listen to, well, I've been coming to church and preaching to a video camera. I've been doing that. And at first, of course, it did seem a little bit strange speaking to a camera like that, to an empty church. I don't hear well, the pews cheering when I come over here to do a devotion or a service and hear them say, oh, wonderful, he's here to preach to us again. But in our reading, the Lord said to Isaiah, prophesy to these bones. And Ezekiel could have looked at that and questioned the usefulness of preaching to these dry bones, dead bones that were in front of him. Instead, what he did is he did what the Lord told him to do. And the Lord did attach tendons and muscle to, to those dry bones. And now Ezekiel gives us a good example here because there will be those times in our lives when we're tempted 
to question the directives that the Lord gives to us in his word. But when such questions come to our mind, let's pray to God for his help that we would follow his will, even if God's will might not seem to be all that logical or reasonable or sensible to us, because if God gives us a directive, like he did for Ezekiel, there's always a good reason behind it. Of course, Ezekiel's preaching to these dry bones isn't the same as my preaching to empty pews here at Calvary. Those dry bones, we understand here, represented, as it says, the whole house of Israel, especially the unbelievers in Israel. Those unbelievers, they were spiritually dead, and as they were, they were destined to eternal punishment. Well, here in Michigan, we're kind of used to seeing the dead carcasses of deer on the side of the road because they probably don't get picked up as quick as they, they maybe should be. Sometimes they end up just simply rotting away to nothing. But you know, that doesn't have to be the case with spiritually dead bones. They don't have to disintegrate into nothing because, because the Holy Spirit can work on their hearts and he can do amazing things. In our reading, what Ezekiel did is he preached to these dry bones and God caused those dry bones to come to life. God said to Ezekiel, prophesy to the breath, prophesy son of man and say to it, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe into these slain that they may live. Ezekiel's first listeners would have been those Jews who were carried off into the Babylonian captivity. Their nation when it was carried off like that, was, was dead is the picture here. That nation was those dry bones. But God could and did resurrect the nation of Israel after the 70 years of captivity was completed when a, well, admittedly a small remnant of the people returned to the promised land to rebuild the temple and, and well, from them, of course, the Savior was born. But now, in this section, there's a more notable meaning in these bones coming to life than just that the Jews, some of the Jews returned to Palestine from the Babylonian captivity. The winds breathing into those bones, giving them life, that signifies the Holy Spirit's work when he, through the word, works to give us spiritual life. God, through the powerful word, has made us who were dead in our sins, who were dry bones, to be spiritually alive. The Holy Spirit does some amazing tasks through the word. God said, my word will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. Isn't it amazing that the Holy Spirit working through the word of God in baptism can take an infant, can take an infant and make that person 
into a believing child of God. And what God's word can also do is God's word can work on the person who absolutely hates Christ. Well, actually, that's the status of any unbeliever. But it can take the person who absolutely hates Christ, as the Apostle Paul did. Remember how he persecuted Christians, but the word of God worked on Paul's heart and turned him into a believing child of God. He was those dry bones, but God made him alive. God made him alive through the word of God. And what God's word can do is it can reach those enemies. It can reach people who are even comatose. Oh, I often think about when I vickered in Wisconsin Rapids. There was a time when I visited this man in the hospital. He was comatose. He had suffered several strokes. But when I and the pastor would go to visit him, we'd of course share the word of God with him. And on one occasion when I shared the word of God with him, I, I recited the 23rd Psalm to him and I was holding his hand as, as I was saying that, well, he squeezed my hand. Now I can't prove to you that that was him responding in a comatose state, but I know that the Holy Spirit has the power to do some amazing things through the word of God. He can do some amazing things through the word of God. And, well, you know, maybe all that we're going through in our world right now, and there's plenty that we're going through, maybe because of that, we can feel as if we're kind of like those dry bones that can't keep going, that we're struggling so much. But what does God's word say to you and to me? It says God loves you and me. It says God will never leave or forsake you and me. And it says that God will give us the help and the strength that we need to keep going. And proof that God is going to do that? Well, he gave us Jesus. He gave us Jesus to be our savior. He paid for your sins. He won heaven for you. Don't you... Just know that that message from God's word, that what it's going to do is it's going to put what we could say is instead of the tendons or the ligaments, it'll put meat and muscle on your spiritual bones and give you the help and the strength that you need to keep on fighting the good fight of faith as we press on toward our heavenly goal. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, thank you for sending your Holy Spirit to us to make us who were spiritually dead to be alive in Christ. Give us a love for your word so the Holy Spirit can keep on working through the word to build us up and strengthen us in our faith, in our Savior, Jesus. We pray in his name, amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen.